morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and today is Thursday, July 6th. Althea Gibson became the first black tennis player to win a Wimbledon singles title when she defeated Darlene Hard on this date in 1957. In 1964, The Beatles' first film, A Hard Day's Night, premiered in London. The movie would open in the U.S. the next month. And in 1973, these rock legends released their first single, Keep Yourself Alive. Can you name the band? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's find out if your forecast is going to be legendary by checking in at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sofine. Warm and muggy out the door again this morning. A little damp first thing from yesterday's rainfall. Now we do expect a little less rainfall today compared to yesterday. A partly cloudy sky this morning. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds and a couple of isolated showers and storms this afternoon and this evening. Should not be nearly as long lasting or as widespread as well we had yesterday. Now the rain coverage may go back up a little bit tomorrow, perhaps Saturday as well. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that as we go toward the weekend. Right now, Sunday looks perhaps a little bit drier than Saturday. Hot weekend though, high temperatures in the low to mid 90s. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. Ann has been sighted after nearly 50 animals were found in an abandoned trailer in the parking lot of a tractor supply store in Monk's Corner over the weekend. There's a variety of animals, including a kangaroo, an alpaca, and several farm animals. A rabbit was found dead in that trailer. Here's a look at the animals that were rescued from those dangerously hot conditions. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office has cited Justin Cully for inhumane care and treatment of animals. He runs Cully Farms, which is a mobile petting zoo. He denies the allegations calling a defamation and says he's seeking legal representation. Cully released a statement to us that reads in part, we do not abuse our animals. We love our animals with all our heart. The outrageous claims made that our animals were abandoned, malnourished, and covered in feces is far from the truth. He goes on to say we had a flat tire on the trailer, plain and simple. The trailer was backed into the shade, jacked up with the tire off and disconnected at tractor supply where I felt they would be safe so that I could run around the corner to Mavis Tire. The tire was mounted, balanced, and I returned back to a trailer to a nightmarish scene. Collie says some of the animals were given to him in bad condition and he was working to get them back to health. If you'd like to read his full statement, head to live5news.com and look for this story. Well, in other news, the Isle of Palms Department Police Department says a man was arrested after a vehicle and a low-speed vehicle, which is a street-legal golf cart, collided with each other. 74-year-old William Cox was arrested for DUI following the incident the Tuesday night. Police said that Cox was the driver of the vehicle involved in the crash. It happened on Palm Boulevard and 25th Avenue. Police say two passengers were taken to the hospital for some minor injuries. Blacktown Road in Berkeley County is a hotspot for crashes, and one woman who was in a crash on that road and is still dealing with injuries months later is pushing for safety changes there. Troopers with the South Carolina Highway Patrol say Laura Boris was traveling on the road when a car crashed into her. This crash left her with head trauma, a broken foot, and bruises. Data from the Department of Public Safety shows that in just the last five years, Blacktown Road has seen 20 crashes. Boris is now calling for more signs traffic lights or even roundabouts to be added to to that road to help with traffic. 
Berkeley County has already flagged Black Tom Road a high priority, but the South Carolina Department of Transportation says the county does not have to wait on it to begin funding the project. The agency says it would review and approve the design if it were to move forward. Well, we now know the names of the people killed in a Myrtle Beach plane crash this week. A single engine plane crashed shortly after taking off from the Grand Shrine Airport around 11 a.m. Sunday, and it killed all of the people on board. Those victims included the 66-year-old pilot, Dr. Joseph Farnese, 32-year-old Tanique Chu, her 7-year-old son, Sean Gardner, and 17-year-old Odisha Edwards. They all died at the scene. 42-year-old Suzette Coleman Edwards was later pronounced dead at the hospital. And all of the passengers were from East Orange, New Jersey, with connections to Jamaica. That crash is still under investigation. South Carolina State Representative Wendell Gilliard has officially kicked off his campaign to run for the open state Senate seat for District 42. It opened after former state uh, Senator Marlon Kimson took a new job in the Biden administration. Gilliard met with voters yesterday at his kickoff event. Community leaders say their larger problems include flooding, the need for more support in education, jobs, and affordable housing. Gilliard joins state representatives J.A. Moore and Dion Tedder in the race to fill the District 42 seat. The special election will be November 7th. Attention all pet owners, if you need to get your furry friend vaccinated or give them just a routine checkup, today is a great do a day to do just that. Pets Inc., a nonprofit low-cost mobile vet clinic, is making its way to the Berkeley Animal Center today. Yeah, the clinic says it wants to help alleviate the expense and elevate the animal health care industry in the low country. And their mission is to provide affordable health care in communities. And our Destiny Kennedy joins us live from the Berkeley Animal Center. So, Destiny, what can pet owners expect at today's mobile clinic? Good morning. The mobile clinic will be here and start examining pets at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. right here in front of the Berkeley Animal Center. There will be fans to keep pets and their owners cool while they wait in line. The mobile unit is an exam room on wheels and owners can accompany their pets inside the van to keep them company. Some of the services that will be provided are basic wellness exams, ear psychology and skin scrapes. Pets Inc. Community Outreach Coordinator Taylor Adams says because pets can't tell their owners how they are feeling, it's important to get them checkups to ensure they are in the best health. We have to remember as pet owners, um, we're always going to be that pet's voice. Um, they're not going to be able to speak. So you will see when they come and they get the exam, they get the medication, the prescriptions, you see them being happier because they're able to do more things than what they originally were able to do because whatever issue they have has been taken care of. Adam says that they will try to have the the mobile unit outside of the Berkeley Animal Center at least once a month, and they will be coming to the community of Cross here in Berkeley County in September. In Berkeley County, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. Taking hard-earned money away in a new way. Uber drivers in the low country are getting scammed by what they call a highly sophisticated scammer. Our Emily Johnson shares one victim's advice for other drivers. Multiple Uber employees in the area say that the scammers are calling their personal cell phone numbers from Uber accounts, their current driving status, and personal bank information. 
One scammer called seven-year Uber driver Paul Bignon late at night on June 5th while he was driving customers around the Lowcountry. Upon answering the call, the individual knew that Bignon was actively driving customers and asked him to send a confirmation of his license plate number and selfie to prove that another person was not driving his car. Uber Pro cards allow drivers to use or move money earned after each trip. Bignon said he quickly transferred money from his Pro card to his checking account upon feeling suspicious about the call, but the scammer still took $70 from him before catching on to the plan. Other rideshare drivers in the area, including Lyft, have discussed receiving the same calls in shared Facebook groups where some have lost far more money. This type of scam has been going on for a very long time, but they have seriously and significantly stepped up the game. To a point where, like I said, they know when you're online, they know they know your phone number, they just have more information than anybody that is just nobody in the public can figure out you're an Uber driver and get and look you up, get your phone number. He says that the best way to avoid getting scammed is to remember that Uber does typically not call their personal phone numbers or late at night. Uber has also not responded to our request for a comment. Reporting in the newsroom, Emily Johnson, Live Five News. South Carolina Attorney General Alan Wilson is warning about a potential rise in student loan scams following the Supreme Court's ruling last week. Justices rejected President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Wilson says now scammers may start to use robocalls or texts to try and take advantage of people. He says the call or text is likely a scam if it asks for personal information, money, or wants you to go to a website outside of studentaid.gov. Wilson also says to check if the call has a suspicious caller ID. President Biden will be in the Palmetto State today as part of his Investing in America tour. He'll be touting his new Bidenomics plan in West Columbia and is set to announce clean energy manufacturing investments and job creation. The visit is also part of Biden's re-election campaign. He lost South Carolina by double digits in 2020. President Biden's visit comes days after former President Trump held a campaign rally Saturday just outside of Greenville. The South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has released the autopsy results of an alligator that killed a woman on Hilton Head Island. The report states that the 10-foot gator didn't show any signs of being recently fed by humans. The gator was euthanized after killing a woman in the Spanish Wells community Tuesday morning. 69-year-old Holly Jenkins was identified as the victim. The Beaufort County coroner says her autopsy results will likely be available sometime this morning. The date is set for South Carolina's tax-free weekend, and it's just less than a few weeks away, a month away, actually. The weekend of August 4th, no state or local taxes will be added to certain purchases. Last year, the Department of Revenue says shoppers spent more than $26 million during the three days. Some items exempt from taxes include school supplies, computers, and clothing. A full list of eligible items can be found on Live5News.com. In 1973, Keep Yourself Alive was released as the debut single from British rock legends queen though the song failed to chart for the band it was 31st on rolling stones list of the 100 greatest guitar songs in 2008 holy hole in a donut also keeping themselves alive burt ward who played robin opposite adam west batman turned 78 wu-tang clan's inspected deck is 53 rapper 50 cent is almost there at 48 and comedian kevin hart is almost as old as he is tall in inches at 44. Thanks for joining us for Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and we are almost to the end of the week. We'll do it one more time tomorrow. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. 
Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.